You're listening to The Message from the Hillsborough United Methodist Church, our weekly sermon broadcast available for working around the home, your commute, or wherever God calls you to listen. The contrast between the two men of the parable about Lazarus and the rich man is tragic. The rich man wears purple and linen. His whole life is luxury and ostentation. Just think about going from banquet to banquet every day. Crazy life. Eating, eating all the day. Banquet and the breakfast, banquet for the lunch, breakfast for the dinner. <laughs> and this story, the rich man's identity seems unimportant. His name is not even mentioned. He just lives to eat at banquets and enjoyed his riches. He totally lacks compassion and look does not even assign him a name. Lying in the doorway of the rich man's mansion lies a beggar, a starving man covered in sores. Nobody helps him, nobody. Only a few dogs approach him to lick his wounds. He has nothing. He has nothing. But he has a name. He has a name that bears hope. His name is Lazarus. In Espanol, Lazarus. Which means, my God is help. With time, the rich man dies. 
and is buried probably with all pomp associated with wealth, wealth. He's buried and he's taken to Hades of the realm of the dead. Lazarus also dies. Lazarus also dies. Nothing is said of any fancy ceremonies, ceremonies, but the angels carry him to Abraham's bosom. bosom. With popular images, images of his time, Jesus reminds us that God has the last word on the rich and poor people, no? That's the money. <laughs> the last decision is, is God. No, no important how, how many money do you have in your bucket, in your bucket. The rich are not judged for exploiting, of, for being a rich. But in our parable, we learn that the rich man's thing was that be astray from God's promises when he has simply enjoyed his wealth while ignoring the poor. He had the poor right there. But he didn't see the poverty. A poor man, Lazarus, was in the doorway of his mansion. But he never, he never approached him. He had excluded the poor from his life. The rich man's sin was indifference. The indifference. Be indifference. Unfortunately, we live in a world where apathy or lack of sensitivity to the suffering of others grows, grows every day. Grows, grows every day. We avoid direct contact with people who suffer in a thousand ways. Little by little, we become more and more unable, unable to perceive their affliction. I don't know. I don't know if you know that in 2020, the statistics 
from the USA Department of Housing and Urban Development said that Oregon has an estimated 14,000, sorry, 14,655 homeless individuals. Of that total, 825 were family households. 1,329 were veterans. 1,314 were unaccompanied young adults between age and 18 and 24. And 4,339 were chronically homeless. That's statistics coming from two years ago. I don't know what exactly is the statistics in 22, but I think it's going up. And you can see when you go into your home, you can see a lot of homeless streets, you know? We in Oregon are receiving dozens. This is a conservative number. <laughs> dozens of immigrants from Central America and Venezuela. And the last report um, said that in the, in the last two months, that mostly of the uh, asylum seekers coming from three countries, not from Central America and Mexico in this the last month, coming from Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Ecuador. Asylum seekers who entered through states like Texas and Florida. And do you, know, you know what is happening with the governor in Texas and Florida? Horrible. Those states refused to give them asylum and send them as an act of protest to cities and states that have been declared sanctuaries. Three weeks ago, like three weeks ago, the pastor of Hillborough received an emergency call from Emerge. Got to ask for, is it possible to assist eight Venezuelans, people who live in in a hotel in Beaverton. And the pastor are working in that, try to, what can I do for support these people? The presence of a family uh, begin on a corner to pay the rent make us uncomfortable. The meeting with a friend are terminally ill, disturb us. We don't know what to do or say. It is better to distance yourself, return as soon as possible to your occupation. Do not let 
ourselves be affected. If the suffering occurs far away, it is easier. We have learned to reduce hunger, misery, or disease to data, numbers and statistics that inform us a reality without barely touching our hearts. We also know how to contemplate horrible suffering on television, on the social networks also. But through the screen, suffering is always more unreal and less terrible. When suffering affects someone closer to us, we try to make an effort in a thousand ways to anesthetize our hearts. Whoever follows Jesus becomes more sensitive to the suffering of those he meets on his way. He approaches the needy and if it is in his hands, tries to alleviate the situation. Please close, close your eyes. I would like to invite you to, to think what can I do for support this kind of people in our own city. Please close your eyes with me. I have two, two questions, only two questions for our, for continue our reflection. What can we do help the Lazarus who knock on our doors, our, our cities, our state? Will we open our doors with God at our sides? This is the reflection for today, brothers and sisters. I'm so sorry for trying to preach this kind of sermon about the bad news, but this is our reality 
around us in this moment. Let us pray. God, in this moment of pain, we are thinking about the people who are suffering. Who are people, who are our people who are living in our streets. They don't have home food, cloth. We are praying for them. We are praying for our country, for our state, for our cities, for our neighbor for our church, for the people who live around us. We are praying, Lord, for them. Open our hearts. For be your voice, the voice of these people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Hillsborough United Methodist Church. Our senior pastor is Clay Andrew. Our pastor for Las Naciones Hispanic Ministries is Jorge Rodriguez. Our media ministers are Kevin Proctor, Janica Stewart, Perry Hume, Al Dietrich, Christy Proctor, and Dave Rose. Presently, our live stream of services are available at 10 a.m. on the Hillsborough United Methodist Church YouTube page. You can find out more, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube at hillsboroughumc.org. Thank you.